Dear beloved, welcome to this episode of We Are Vessels, where we talk about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Scripture. My name is Olua Bukola Pereira, and I have here with me today, Brother Tolulope Adena Samuel, aka our pastor, <laughs> and he will be joining us today and sharing the Word of God as usual and I know Brother Tolu isn't a novice to you all and I am super excited for this episode I hope you guys are too today's topic like we started a few weeks ago continues God is everything you need God is everything I need God is everything Brother Tolu needs it's been a little concerning especially when you find people asking you how is God everything you need? How can God be everything you need? So, totally if somebody asks you, let's say an unbeliever or a new Christian in the in faith, they ask you, why would you say God is everything I need? I could get things myself. I could do things myself. What would your response be to them? Yeah. Um, hi, everyone. It's, it's, um, it's my pleasure to be here with you, you know, today. When a man is born again, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things you say is that I believe, I believe Jesus died and resurrected, and um, Jesus, I give my life to you. Mm-hmm. So y- you've been bought with a price. The, the practicality, the consequence rather of that statement is that Colossians three says you died, and your life is hidden in Christ. So two things. Mm-hmm. So, I did not to look for someone and whatever I was before I got born again, and which includes living for myself. And, and, and the thought around that direction is Ephesians 2, you know, chapter 2, you know, to 6, exposed the reality. And what it was saying there is that when we were dead in our trespasses, there is a governing, there is a government over our life at those points. He said, we walked after the prince of the power of the hair. So even when I thought I was doing my things, I wasn't necessarily doing my things. I was fulfilling the loss of the flesh. I was doing the will of Satan. And, and, and this doesn't mean that you're an evil person. You killed someone. You committed adultery. No. It's that, is it, is it the, the, the power that now live now in the sons of disobedience. It's just the kind of life you're living. You you don't have to kill, you don't have to steal, you don't have to fornicate, but it's your life. There is no hope. The hope you have is death. There is no hope. Did you get what I'm saying? When you got born again, a price was paid on your behalf. You were delivered from the power of darkness, which is that way, that hopelessness. Are you listening to me? That life without uh, the hope of glory that life without that life that cannot follow the will of god that life that doesn't have peace that does not have joy that life that is not right standing with god and you were delivered from that life you were translated into the kingdom of his dear son and and this is this is what happened you were delivered you were bought with a price you were not bought halfway the whole of you were was bought, you know, and, and, and the Bible begins to charge us. 
If you are alive, then then leave. Then leave. Then then leave. Ephesians 2. Then then leave. So so if I've been bought with a price, I've been redeemed from the power of darkness. I'm now living, I'm now born again. My life, the the life I can live for myself died already. And I explained to you that even at that stage, you weren't even living for yourself. You were living according to the power of God. Let me give you a practical example. Have you been in an atmosphere before? And after, you know, some minutes, you just felt like being immoral. Immorality was just so easy for you. I've been in an atmosphere before that the gang things were just so easy for you. It was just, just the way you think. It's, it's just the harder, you know. And it differs from environment to environment. I've been in an atmosphere before that lying is just comfortable for you to do. I've been in an environment before that, um, there's a, you know, you just have strength to do to not follow God in, 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 in such an environment. And that you will now understand that it's it's the power of the head. It's, it's not you. Did you get what I'm saying? So, so when you were bought with a price now, you were bought with a price. Friends, your whole life. You know what that scripture says in Colossians? It says that Christ... When Christ, which is your life, shall appear. When Christ, which is your life, shall appear. You remember when uh, um, Paul was also uh, uh, um, talking to him, when he says that I've been crucified with Christ. He said, yet I live. The life I live now, it's no longer mine. So did you get it? So, so that means that if you're born again now, whose life, are, is it your life? No. So it's no more your life, right? So can you see that the absolute dependence, in fact, it's beyond dependency. Mm -hmm. As much as we still have choices to make, did you get it? It's not your life. Mm -hmm. And then that's the sovereignty and the liberty of Christ Jesus. It's no more your life. But before you texted me on what we're going to talk about, this was what I was going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And the practicality, what I was going to talk about is when people get born again, you know, there are two dimensions of people. People who categorize that people who seek the hands of the Lord. So what they do is they know that God is powerful. Ephesians chapter 1. His is, is power, I said the riches of his glory, is his powerful. They created the heaven and the earth with just words. It's, it's all powerful, right? So they know that when they need something, they know who can provide it. So even though they are born again, they come to church every Sunday. The reason they come to church is to fulfill that righteousness of Christians go to church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. They are not going to church to learn the ways of the Lord. They have not come to an understanding that there is no life outside Christ. And, and this is why when God doesn't do it, you are hungry. You run elsewhere. Did you get it? Because you feel God... God is God is an alternative. It's a shortcut to it's that sovereign divine power that 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 rescues you, that delivers you when you are in trouble. You know that that gives you what you need when you need it. No, it's your life. It's everything. <laughs> in the down moment, is your life. In the hot moment, is your life. On that sick bed, is your life. When you're standing up, is your life. When you're making that mistake, is your life. When you're when you're doing the right thing, is your life. We're not going anywhere. Have you read Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And if you read the whole of Psalm 23, who was who who was directing his life? God. He tells him when to lie down beside the still water. 
Yeah. It leads him in the valley of the shadow of death. So when the pleasant times comes, is your life. When the unpleasant time comes, is your life. And this is why you need to then take fellowship seriously. Because these things is not, is not easy to embrace. We have lived our life on our own for a long time. I don't know how old you were before you got born again. You did it again. I don't know how old you were before you got born again. You've lived independently. You've lived, the Bible says you've lived as though you do not have a God in this world. You lived on your own. And, and that's a deception. That's a deception even when you're born again. I was speaking to my pastor in Nigeria and, we ask, and I was asking a question. I said, this problem, is it, is it the problem of childbirth? And he was saying, yeah, some of us did not get born again properly. Or rather, when we got born again, we were not raised properly. We were not raised to know that is your life. Let me give you a practical example. So, so there was a woman, I, I think you should know her. She was a prostitute. And one day she was caught, you know, prostituted. And it was in the Arabian world. When you're caught like that, the woman is the one that gets in trouble. Mm -hmm. So she should be stoned to death, according to the law by which to walk with. And then, bam, she found Jesus. And Jesus told her, well, I do not condemn you either. Deliver her from death. I do not condemn you either. But mm -hmm. just don't do this anymore. Oh, you know, and, and do it no more. And then her life changed. The next thing we saw, she came to Jesus, pouring fragrant oil on Jesus' feet, weeping consistently. She came into divine repentance. Mm -hmm. Repent, she, she felt the love of God. Mm -hmm. And all she could do was to pour out her life to him. Did you get it? Like, like to give it all. was on, on the feet of Jesus with tears, mm -hmm. brushing his feet with her ears. It's absolute surrender. Then all of a sudden, guess the disaster that happened. They took our Jesus away from her. Mm -hmm. Now let me ask you a question. If they take Jesus away from your life now, would there still be anything standing? If, if you could still have, if you can still survive another 10 minutes, another 1 second, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 1 minute, 1 hour, 1 day, you need to shut yourself back in the door right now and come and ask him for repentance. Something is not right in your life as a believer. The Bible says on the eighth day, she ran to the sepulchre where Jesus was buried and she began to wail. She, she was just coming. She, you know what? She doesn't even care now. I don't even care if he's alive anymore. I just want to see his body. Like, I, I don't care if he's standing up on my boat now. As far as he's, I can still see him there even though he's sleeping. Well, fine. You know that's Peter. Well, fine. Let me just know he's there. The things might not be working well now. Are you there? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, daughter. I'm with you. Oh, right, fine. <laughs> life is so okay. But if you take Jesus from your life, and you did not even notice, like the mother and father of Jesus, you know, that they were going on a journey, and they are journey three days. And then Jesus was missing, and they did not know there is trouble. You need to run back. Run back to the temple and go and find that Jesus. Is your life. <laughs> is your life. Is your righteousness, is your peace, is your joy. Did you get it? And that is why we can't survive sin. We can make mistakes, we can fall prey, but we can't survive it. We can't so we can't survive. Yeah, I mean is we can't dwell in sin. We cannot. You know when Romans chapter 8 spoke about this to a point, he said, he said that the spirit of Christ is inside you. 
said, he who is born again has the spirit of Christ. So he cannot, he cannot live comfortably fulfilling the lust of the flesh. He cannot. He said, if this thing is not in you, then you're not born again. So when you're born again, you come to another life. That life, that life now is no longer your life. Do I have tendencies? Yes. But we're, we're progressing. And the Bible says he called you to fulfill the good pleasure of his will. You were progressing. You know the screen? And, and she began, she went to call the people that seemingly know more than him. More than her. Peter, Thomas. And they ran down to the sepulchre. And they looked for Jesus. And they couldn't find him. And they left. But she can't leave. Did, did you get it? She cannot leave. That is how your life should be. Did you get it? I'm not saying you can't make mistakes. But you won't, you can't, you can't. Who would you wake up to talk to? Mm, mm, mm. So when you woke up that morning, what was it feeling like? When you, in the midday, what was it feeling like? What was the feeling like? When you were able to sleep, like, how did you do it? Like, were you, like, how? How did you do it? And, and, and she, she wouldn't go, my friend. She, she wouldn't go. And she stood there. And then all of a sudden, two angels appeared to, to her. Dude, she knows what she wants. Power is not what she wants. Expression of power in Jericho is not what she wants. She wants her Lord. The one who loved her, she wants her Lord. Then, then the angel appeared, and, and guess what? She didn't hesitate. He said, dude, where have you taken my Lord? Where? I, I can't find him. Tell me where you've taken him. I will go and carry him. I'm burying him. I, I, don't worry, just tell me. Where? Where have you kept my Lord? Do you come into atmospheres? And this is this should be normal. Do you come into atmosphere and you feel weird? You don't just feel God. Where, where have you kept my Lord? Where, where have you kept my Lord? You know, and even when Jesus appeared to him, she wouldn't stop. And he tells you about her resilience. She cannot survive without our, our Lord. Because our Lord is alive. I'm telling you. And even when Jesus came, she said, Have you born him? Don't worry. I will take him back. Yeah. Where have you kept my Lord? Then Jesus said, Mary. And she responded, Rabboni. Because she, the very sophistication of her person is weaved by the Lord. <laughs> the, the very veins, the very cell, the, the new cause of our system is the Lord. Is the Lord. Jesus doesn't need to say, I'm Jesus. Yeah. Shh. There's a resonance. Yeah. To the Lord, He said, "Mary, Rabboni, did you get it? Can you can you survive without your Lord? Something is wrong. You need to come to repentance. Yeah. You would hear people like Jeremiah scream. You would hear people like Jeremiah. You would hear people like Jeremiah scream. You deceived me. Yeah. If some, if you feel you're being, and what it means is that." You know, maybe come some things that have no reason. I don't know if you've been buried in a down moment and just like God, what is happening, God? He, he will scream, You deceived me. But how would you tell him to run away? He's his Lord. He would he would still have to ask him, but what happened? Just show me. Help me. Have you read Psalms? Conversations like I can't live without those were not words, those were their reality. What is your reality? You don't have a life outside Christ. Mm. What? Mm. We're too, that felt like a bombshell. Like just somebody just threw like the bomb from above and then dropped it. 
and it just exploded. And it just blew everybody away. And if I say the bombshell, it's not like a literal bomb, but like something that makes you think, that makes you come back to reality. Because it feels like a lot of us are living in illusion. We're living in utopia. When we hope to be living in the reality of we cannot do anything without God. We cannot do anything without Jesus being at the center of it all. We cannot do anything without putting him first, without giving him everything, because he will be our lead, he will be our guide towards this journey of life. And the scary part is you cannot walk life alone. Like you cannot, it's this life is just so scary. It's so scary without Jesus. If you're an African, you can definitely relate with what I'm saying, that spiritual attacks are real. So how can you conquer all of that? How can you keep pushing forward? How can you fulfill your purpose as a living being here on this planet Earth? How can you leave a good mark that people will still look back on to after you're dead? It's only through the help of God. It's only through the help of Jesus. And like Bertolo says, if we have you without Jesus, then you are nothing. It's just like if you see Bacola without Jesus, I am nothing. I am only me because Jesus is a me. Because I accept Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. And Brother Tully is able to tell you that confidently too. Because he knows that he can feel it. He lives, he lives this life like it is part of our reality. Jesus is part of our reality. He's a part of your reality too. And remember the Bible says that no one comes to the Father except through Christ. So for you to have God and have Him as everything that you need here on planet Earth, you have to surrender to Jesus. You have to give it all to Jesus. Because through Him, you have an automatic ticket to the Father. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I mean, it's, it's simple and clear, but... It can be somewhat difficult to, to just let it go. But why worry about something you don't have any power on whatsoever? Just give it to Him. Give it to God. Give it to God. He said is, He is made perfect in your weakness. His strength is made perfect in your weakness. So why use the energy you have left? When you can just let God do it for you. He has everything you need. Is there anything else you would like to have with you? Yeah. Um, so yesterday I was I was talking to a friend. And we were talking about a point A to point B. Mm-hmm. So point A is where I am right now. My, me with my baggages, my weaknesses. Point B is... So we were like, can you read through the book of John and look at the characters of Jesus? What are those things you see in Jesus? You know, like, he's patient, he's not judgmental, he's loving, he's merciful. And look at yourself, you know, and, and check 
which one can't I measure up to at this point? Mm -hmm. So the beauty of it is that point B is the destination. Mm -hmm. Point A is where you are. So, so mm -hmm. there will be a mitigation between point A and point B. And that is what a believer's life should be. Mm -hmm. a in a believer's life, let me shock you, there is no better yesterday. Yes, sir. It's at the path of a righteous life, a shining light, shining and shining. Until what? The day of perfection. So there's no better yesterday. And this is how you know a believer whose God is not all of his life. Did you get it? Yeah. Because if you read Paul, he will keep saying, dude, I die daily. So what he's saying is that I'm progressing, I'm moving, I'm progressing, I'm moving, I'm progressing. Do I fall back? Oh, yes, come on, it's a crazy broken world. But in that, I'm, I'm not, his hand is not letting me go. And, 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 and then we came when, when Ephesians 2 says, and the riches of his grace. What that means is that, you know, Romans 5 2 says that, he said, when where sin abound, grace abound much more. So what he's saying is that, even in that my point, hey, Right? As I climb up, I fall, I climb two steps, I fall three steps. Grace is sufficient for you. To hold your ends. Even when you fall 10 billion times, to hold your ends and move you from point A to perfection, point B. I don't care how long it takes, but my prayer is that He hastens this work inside you. That you move from where you are now, whereby you have your whole life lined up, your whole destiny, like you have your plan. You know, I asked a friend also yesterday, I'm like, what is that thing that if you touch now, you, you can tell the Lord, take me. Obviously, that can be money. That can be good wife. That can be good job. It must be something eternal. And, and, and it, it, you don't need Jesus to have money. I'm not lying. Unbelievers have so much. I think that the top rich guys in the world now are atheists. You don't need money to have good job. You don't need Jesus, rather, to have. You don't. You don't need Jesus. I'm, I'm saying that being having good life, you know, money, good wife, good kids, is not is not uh, 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 restricted to being born again. Then there must be much more to being born again. There must be much more to be born again. The, the reality of portion, will of God, purpose. You know, and the Lord would say that I am your portion. What, what do you think that means? You know, I, I'm just saying that there's a, there's a release of the grace of God upon you. To move you from wherever you are right now, where you own your life right now, to a point whereby... You, you would not stand up when you seems to check and you can't find your Lord. Whereby your whole life will be, I mean your choice of where to stay, where to go, when to stand up, when to eat, when to talk. When you're watching that movie to a point and they say stand up now, go to your room. When you're about to sleep and it taps you, it's time to pray. Yes, 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 yes. And, and that life, that life now, it gets to a point whereby you now, you will know. Yeah. You would know. Mm. You know, whereby you want to make simple decisions every other people make. And, and, and you're, you're, you're telling yeah. people, I don't know, I can't make it. He hasn't spoken to me. And they're looking at you and like, and you're not lying. You're not lying. You're not joking. 
you're not being religious. It's just that you cannot. You, you cannot. And then you will not begin to understand the conversations of Paul. So when we sin, we shall be like him. You will not begin to understand the comfort of words like, I can't wait to see my Lord. Yeah. It begins to make sense now. When, when, when believers, friends begin to tell you, show me God. Just show me you one time. One time. One time. I just want to see you. Just show me. You don't know why people, people pray for hours. And all they are saying is, I love you, God. And they pray. Mm. A song came to mind actually. It's titled Give Me You. It's just like that idea of like wanting God, wanting more of Him, wanting to be like Him. The lyrics goes, Give me you, everything else can wait. Give me you. I hope I'm not too late. Lord, give me you, Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you, Lord, give me you. It sounds so redundant, but your God and you is what I want. More of you daily as I live. Daily, daily, daily. Yeah, I don't want to have no better yesterday. Because if I have a better yesterday, then am I still a Christian? Like, am I a Christian today? Do I still know you today? Because I got to know God every day of my life. And the Bible says His mercies are new every morning. So it means that even our God Himself is not like the God of yesterday. He is progressing every day. He is doing new things. And He is ready to make you anew every day. So I said for less. But choose anything else but him. I know it's easier said than done, but that hurt, God knows your heart. So when you yearn for him, your heart matters. Like he knows, he knows that you truly want him. And he would do anything. He will go above and beyond just to help you get where you ought to be. And our God is a good, good, good father. He would always come through. He would always, always work with you. It's just like having a counselor assigned to you. I mean, God is ready, ready. He is there for each and everybody. This is because God is with Brother Tolu. He can't be with Bacola. He is God. He is everywhere. Is it omni, omniscient? Omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent, omnipresent. He is omnipresent. There we go. He is everywhere. Like we have just said, like Brother Tola just said, we are nothing. And we can do nothing without Him. He is everything we all need. How about we sing a song? You sing us a song. <laughs> Whatever the first song that comes to mind. The song that I've just been singing is Build Your Church. So. <laughs> <laughs> Build your church, you said? Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's just a song, Build Your Church by Maverick. 
and my favorite part is just that um, this reality of God inside us mm-hmm. is is bigger than you. So. And she kept screaming, "We will go to nations. It's bigger mm-hmm. than you." Mm-hmm. And and we mm-hmm. kept saying, "He will build this church, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the gate of hell shall not prevail over it." Never. I don't care how drowned you are. Never. He will build this church, mm-hmm. and that's you. Mm-hmm. And the gate of hell will not prevail. Not prevail. Death is not prevailing when we, because Jesus already swallowed up death in victory. So when a man sleeps yeah. in the Lord, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. It changed state, it's victory. Mm-hmm. It just shifted. When we see in part, you now see the Lord face to face. You know, so when someone's die or, or sleep, we call it sleep. Is no, no, prevailing. The devil prevailing is that you mm-hmm. turn your back and you cannot stand up anymore. No, it's not gonna happen. The gate of hell shall not prevail over you. Shall not. And she kept saying, keep preaching. Keep praying. He said, beautiful are the feet of those that bring good tidings. He said, keep preaching. Keep singing. Keep praying. Don't stop. Even in those moments, you will hear um, um, David cry out, stretch forth your hand. So you will not allow your holy man to, to suffer corruption or something. Yeah. He will cry even in the depths of his his, his man. He will still cry. Deliver me, God. <laughs> Deliver me. Yeah, that's the song. Mm-hmm. I just I thank you for mm-hmm. enjoying the song. Isn't it funny how like even though the title is Building Your Church, it yeah. still makes sense. Yeah. It still applies to what we're yeah. talking about, and that's how God works. I don't know why I had to the single song. <laughs> It worked, you see. Yeah. It tells us that God is always, even in the little things, those yeah. things that we never pay attention to. And that tells you how much He loves us. Yeah. How much He loves you. So why let the love waste? Embrace it, okay? Let's pray, Father. Our Father in heaven, we just thank you so much for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. It's not by might, not by power. But by the Spirit says, the Lord, thank you so much. Thank you for your word. Thank you for using us as a vessel to speak your word, to share your word with your children. Father, I pray that all that we've said would deposit in the hearts of our hearers and will be a good fruit in them, Lord. Fruits that they cannot cover up. Fruits that they are unable to contain that the world would see them and see you in them, that the world would see them and benefit from those fruit that has been born in them in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you continue to use us too, Lord. Father, continue to lead us, Lord, and always bring us back home. Help us now to go astray, but when we do, Father, continue, please continue to bring us back home so that we can live a life just and solely for you. Thank you so, so much for this day, and thank you so much for the days to come. Thank you because the rest of this year is going to be even greater. In all glory, honor will be just, just to you, just to your holy name. Father, we love you, and we thank you so, so much for loving us first. In Jesus' name, I